Was the knight in shining armor in your movie? Would put your lips on mine and love the aftertaste now. I'm a ghost, I call your name, you look right through me. You're the reason I'm alone and masturbate. Hey! I've been trying to fix my pride, but that shit's broken. That shit's broken. That's it right there. You like that end part? Like I just drank a Pepsi? And then you do it like that. You didn't even know what that feels like. I don't. But, you know, back in the day when I used to sip a little soda. Dark soda wasn't my thing, though. It was a Sprite? Yes, girl. Give me a Sprite. Give me a a 7-Up if you didn't have Sprite. I would take the 7-Up. I love ginger ale. That was my thing, too. But I wasn't a dark soda girl. I really wasn't the, oh, give me Coca-Cola, give me Pepsi, give me root beer, give me... Nah, hated root beer, actually. I didn't even know how people drank that. Girl... I used to like root beer back in my days when I would have a soda here. Again. By itself or root beer float that your mother used to make you? By itself. Really? I used to like root beer. Oh. You like your uncle. Mm-hmm. Anyway, hi guys. Welcome. The other her is like a fucking grumpus today, okay? <sighs> so excuse her attitude. She's not really present. But guess what? We have to move on. I just need dick and a hug. Oh, my Lord Jesus. We have unveiled. (laughs) Pull away the curtains. Pull away the curtains. This bitch is saying, I think I need a sip of my tea before I repeat it. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) Mm, My tea is finished. And a hug, she says. You want it right before, simultaneously? You know, really, how does this work out? Moving on. Oh, we don't want to talk about it. I think you should talk about it. That's why you're just so damn miserable. Um, not miserable. Oh, oh. what is this called? It's called in the funk. Oh, okay. AK miserable. Um. So. Well, today is part two. Part two to questions. If you've been paying attention to her and her. You know that this is something we absolutely love. Well, I don't know about the other her, but I love shit like this. Random questions like, what would you do? You know, what would you say? Where would you go? You know? Like those things where, like, it may or may not ever happen to you or your friend. It might. But it's like, maybe you should think about them. Because if it does happen to you, you kind of would know what to do. Or it happened to somebody. And they did this, and you're like, well, I definitely wouldn't have done that. You know? Kind of jogs the mind. Mm. Like, when they'll ask you questions about, like, if you your car broke down, and you was on the side of the road, and you didn't have no jumper cables, there was no one in sight, you were in the middle of the woods, uh, you had no phone, your phone wasn't charged, and you see a man walking up from the street, what do you do? You know? Questions like that. That could possibly happen to you. 
No? Anything can happen in this world. Oh, my Lord. It's going to be a struggle today. I feel it. I feel it, people. All right? Just prepare yourself for the struggle. Because her over here, I'm not feeling her today. And she better participate and fix her attitude. Because right here, right now, is all that matters. At the end of the day. You feel me? So, first question is, first question is, what the hell's going on behind this? Nothing. You sure? Mm-hmm. Just having a little conversation. A little conversation. We are working. We are here, right? Let's go. Jesus, have mercy. I'm here. <sighs> All right, I'm just going to jump right in it. Because, you know, her and her got stuff to do. You know what I'm saying? This is our stuff to do. No, you know what I mean. This is our stuff to do. No, yeah. This this is our stuff to but do. But the behind the scenes, this, the this, other things this, that we have to this do. This is our stuff to do. It is, but we have other things to do as well. Yeah, the springboards this. No? Yeah. I'm confused. You, you just want to be an ass today. Is that what this <laughs> is? You really couldn't give me a hard time. <laughs> You're really going to give me a hard All right, time. right, that just took me out of my funk. I'm here now. <laughs> oh, this God. is called her and her. Oh, God. All right, I'm Which means now. one her by herself does not work. All right, I'm back. I'm back. I'm here. I'm in full effect. You got You know, me. it's because you have on your um your harlot nails. Is that what your problem is today? I don't know. And when you have harlot nails, you got the harlot spirit. <laughs> when you're not living in your truth, it hurts. Jezebel spirit. Jezebel spirit. <laughs> That's the term for the week. Oh God! If you got Jezebel spirit, or friends with Jezebel spirit, or friends with Jezebel spirits, because guess what happens? It starts to rub off it on does. you, and then next thing you know, you got about five uh, one night stands. You don't know how it happened to you, and next thing you know, you're pregnant on Maury. You don't know who the baby father is, yep. and guess what? And now they all on the stage trying to beat each other up, and you don't remember how your life got like that. Guess yep. what happened? Jezebel spirit. Yep. Look it up. If you don't know nothing else about the Bible, you need to know about Jezebel. Yep. Anyway, but some people would think she's a light bearer, you know? Just like they would say about the serpent in the, um... Nope. No? They are, though. Ha-ha, you was living in the dark, baby. Now I brought you to light. Mm. But anyway, we gonna move forward. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm excited. This is part two questions. If you read part one, you know how we like to go in and ask crazy, crazy questions, right? So mine's are, like, super, super random. And I literally was just sitting down with myself and I just started like writing these questions down. So honestly, I haven't looked at them since I wrote them. So I'm just going to go with the first one. Okay. What are some issues that you have with dating outside your race and why? You first, her. Um, okay. And even if you don't have any, you can say like why I don't have any. Um, no, okay. I don't, I don't have any like issues per se, but I have preferences. Okay. Um, okay, I'm not going to go straight into, like, physical things, but, so, like, for me, I feel like... Oh, you can, because that's what you initially see before you get to know the person. I mean, like, like, physical, physical, like, like, okay, like... Eyes, like nose, you, mouth. Yeah, 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 stuff yeah, like yeah that. that's like, fine. But I also mean, like, if you were intimate, like, I just feel like, uh, the other race, that's the other, this is, I sound so bad. <laughs> um, I don't, let me think of a politically correct term. Okay. 
people outside of my race. <laughs> I'm out of here. <laughs> and you know, that's an even deeper question because we don't have to go there right now, but some people believe it's only one race. Yeah. You know, so. No, that's very true. You yeah. can think some people, people only believe in human race. Yeah, that's true. Some people believe that we've all derived from black people. So no, I believe in that. From Africans. So but I believe that in the process, some of us did not see the sun. Oh, some yeah. of us lived in the mountains. Absolutely. And in turn, that made some of us Look. lack melanin. Well, look, feel culturally different. You absolutely. Um, absolutely. But um, for me, okay, so like if I was to date um, a Caucasian person mm-hmm. or an Asian person, like outside of my, um, excuse me, outside of my my race or whatever, my mm-hmm. whatever, um, I would say that they would just really have to be cultured. I think that's my thing. I can't really date someone that lacks culture. Their own. Yeah. It doesn't because, matter. you know, oh, if they adopt someone else's, you're fine with that. So you met a Caucasian man. He no, had no, a lot no, no, of... no, 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 no. Okay. He has no. to be authentic to who he is. Yeah. Like, uh, where he's from. Even if it's somewhere down the line, but I need you to come from some kind of like cultural background. Okay. I don't want you to be like a white man adopting uh, black culture. And I mean, if, if you admire it and you, you know, you right. relate, that's cool. But like, I don't want you to be no Rachel Dolezal. In male form. Got it. You know? Um, I do believe that offspring, biracial offspring, they're beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I just, like, the culture thing is for me. So, that's, like, a big thing. Um, and I'm okay if we have different cultures, obviously, if you're, you know what I mean? Like, you're not Caribbean, stuff like that. But in, initially, like, I have, like, a certain kind of caucasian man that i'm attracted to mm-hmm. anything outside of that <laughs> like he gotta have a beard and a bun okay or just be like oh you want a metrosexual that works a beard and a bun with like a dope style like you know what i mean very euro kind of yeah you go with it euro or just new york vibe okay soho mm-hmm. type clean cut gentlemen yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not yeah. a business suit per se, mm-hmm. but fly in its own right. Yeah, or I could go with a Persian. I have a preference, okay? I'm just not picking up any uh Right. Any Joe Schmo? Right off the street. Not if not if they were black, white, no no Joe Schmo's period, but <laughs> definitely no uh Caucasian Joe Schmo. Um, okay, and how do you feel about like your family? What do you mean? Like how do you think they would take even though you could be comfortable, your family might not, so Mm. Would that be a struggle for you? My family is going to struggle with whoever I bring home. Okay. That's one. And two, um, my family is a melting pot. We're extremely diverse. And so I don't think that that would be an issue. It still might be a little shocker. Like, whoa. Right. Didn't think you were going to bring home a white boy. <laughs> Definitely wasn't ready for this. But, right. hey. You know what I mean? Because we have Caucasian people blended into our family. Okay. Um, wait, I got one more, though. Oh, okay. Did you have a question for me? Yeah. Okay, go. So, of course, I always feel like when they're mel- when they're melting or conforming to your culture, mm-hmm. um, it's cool because you kind of have that's where you're comfortable. That's where you kind of have control over. Right. But now it's time for you to go to their side of their world, and you realize, oh shit, I'm incredibly uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, I don't think we always think about that part of it. We only think about like, oh could date this because it'd be da 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 but you don't think about like mm-hmm. yeah because it's different 
It's different when they're in your world. Yeah. When you go to their world, regardless of how diverse they are, how open they are, or, or how you think their people will be, or the people that they interact with will be, you never know what you're going to get. True. Like, um, when your when your mom went to go spend Thanksgiving mm-hmm. with um, her husband's family, and for the first time, it was like, I don't know, I don't know, I don't think uncomfortable is the word, because I think she can, she molds, you know? Mm-hmm. But it her, was her like- Her husband's Caucasian. Yeah. And, you know, all she kept saying, it's different. It's different. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, I miss my family. I miss the dynamics of our family, how we do. I think it also made her look, like, be more thankful for, like, what, what we have as well. Not that she wasn't, but when you see something polar opposite right. from you, from yourself and your family and what mm-hmm. you deem as your culture and the things how you, you know what I mean? What's fun and. They don't clean their meat. You know, yeah, things like that, you know? <laughs> <laughs> And she loves them, but it was just like I think like she was like, oh shit, okay, this is this is what it is to have like in laws that are a completely different culture mm-hmm. from you, you know that shock value that happens, you know. Um, True. And and I remember too, like I always used to was under the impression that, um, not to, I, I wasn't really I didn't really care if I know nobody didn't ask me, but I'm answering anyway. I know. Um, <laughs> that i didn't really think about um what's the word i'm looking for like oh how was it gonna be to like be in a haitian family i didn't really think of it that hard i thought oh west indian great wonderful right. like same, same thing right we're gonna have similarities da, da, da. nope opposite Com- very different not to say like we don't have similarities right we understand one another we get it on a, on a foundation level it's very this, much the same but i had to get used to a lot of things that you guys are way more um structured in you um you you didn't lose as much you still have a good core of your like cultural values your even little small nuances of kissing two times like you know what i mean like things like that or you don't walk in a room and don't address each person um like just certain things like that that jamaican families just don't do mm-hmm. you know what i mean we more turn up, grab a Heineken. Do you know what's crazy about that? So my friend called me yesterday, and I was talking about some... Uh, we were speaking about a mutual friend we have. Mm-hmm. And he has uh, a sister, and the sister's a lot, or whatever. They're American, mm-hmm. but... Um, and there was an incident where we had another friend who went to the friend's house, and she didn't speak, and it, turned, it blew up into a whole thing, right? Mm-hmm. But the friend who didn't speak... Not to say that Jamaican people lack manners, but... To me, it's like a no-brainer. She's the girl who didn't speak when she walked in someone's house was Jamaican, mm-hmm. and it ended up in a physical fight. Oh, oh, <laughs> yeah. So what? her not speaking resulted in a physical fight. So, a physical fight. A physical fight. So to me, I'm just like, I'm okay, confused. Caribbean people. Like when your parents raise you, they raise us with like certain things, just core things about. What you do when you enter a room. You know what I mean? Even if you're not kissing everybody, you must say hello. Yes. And so to me, it was just like. But I realized that that like that's how my mother raised me. But I would, it would be different. I walk into your home. I greet the person, whoever's home that is. I would, oh, you know, hello. Nice for inviting me. You know what I mean? You ne- my mother always taught me never ever go to anyone else, anyone's house empty handed. I still do that to this day. Mm-hmm. I've been with y'all for how long? Yeah. I, that's just how I am. You know, that's just how I grew up. But me too. 
it was still different with you guys because it was like, okay, the general just, hey, everyone. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like only strangers do that. You know what I'm saying? So you still go around. You still tell everyone I love them. You know what I mean? Whatever. That engagement was very, very important. That transfer of energy was very, very important. Um, and so it, it just had certain nuances were just different. You know what I mean? But you, I could have been with someone who completely doesn't do that yeah. and was very uncomfortable with that engagement. And now my family's looking at you like, um, what's really good? Like why he don't, why you, why he don't know how to, he Mm -hmm. speak, but he don't know how to engage. He don't know how to Mm -hmm. come and give somebody a hug, say hello. He don't know how to Mm -hmm. bring a bottle of wine. Like, you know, small things like that, that now I, I, like if I pick someone who's completely, I I now have to teach you all these things. Because in your culture that, or wherever you came from, that might not be disrespectful, but in my house it is. Correct. No, like even if I go to my friend's house, like if somebody's mother invites me, oh, like come over, join us for whatever. I'll call and I'm like, what do you guys need? I bring a pie. You bring something. It doesn't matter if it costs you two dollars. Bring it. It's the thought that it's absolutely. But yeah, that's like it's a cultural thing, and I'm I am afraid that if I if I find somebody outsider, so maybe it's not even a racial thing, it's just a cultural thing for me. Absolutely. So, but I know how you intertwine the two. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But um, no, I feel you. Like I, I'm, I would have been perfectly fine dating someone who's out of my um, race, but. Like you said, you would need to, I, I don't know, whatever, wherever you come from, whatever your traditions are, they need to be core traditions. Yeah. You know what I mean? That are are transferable. Like, I can see them. They are mm-hmm. evident. I walk into your home, I talk to your mother, I talk to your father, I talk to your grandfather, I talk to whomever. Mm-hmm. They are there. There is right. no way, shape, or form that I am missing out on whatever. You mm-hmm. Irish, you Australian, whatever. Mm-hmm. I can see it. You can invite me into your culture and I can write it down mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah so yeah i totally agree with you that's incredibly important to me too because also you're gonna come to my house and it's it's gonna be wild you know what i mean like we not ain't nothing tame about what's going on here so just jump right in right half the, half half of it you ain't gonna understand because mm-hmm. once too much 100 proof uh rum start going around I'm out. it's a wrap for I'm you done. you better just and don't be extra sensitive either because I don't know what to tell that you. Does not fucking work. Don't know what to tell you. Nothing. Not. My father. My father kicked out my husband the first time he seen her with clapping hands. I'm gonna need you to go, and pointed to the door. Okay. Years later, you guys got married. Girl, that didn't scare him. Mm-mm. Yeah. That's when I knew I loved you, baby. I love you. <laughs> I was like, my daddy didn't scare you. Anyway, moving on. Okay. Would you, um, okay, would you marry a man that has several children by several different women? Let me finish. Now, he did not tell you for a year. Mm. On your one-year anniversary, he decided that the relationship is moving in a direct, like you never knew anything. He did not miss a beat with you. Like he was available. Y'all like at some point he would stay at your house. You know what I mean? Like you never felt like this could be a possibility. Like you never, you asked the, I don't even know if it ever came up in conversation, but you never felt like he was doing something. and was like, Whoa, what are you doing? Where you at? Like, why is this fishy? Why is this weird? Right? So one year in, he decides to tell you, he has five children by five different women. You love this man. He can tell that this relationship is moving in a direction that might potentially 
moved to something very serious and committed and potentially marriage. So at this point, he feels bad for not saying where he's at. You know, he feels bad about not telling you about such a serious part of his life. But he's also coming to you because he feels like he didn't want to tell you that in the beginning and take away from what this potentially could be. So he decided to wait. No. Because to me, okay. Even if I respect people. Oh, no. Like you're you're breaking up. Is that what you mean? No? Yeah. yeah we're, oh, okay. we're not doing this because okay. at the end of the day, I respect people wanting to keep uh, – in the beginning, their children separated, yeah, separate mm-hmm. from their new relationship and the people that they're in relationships with. Cool, but at some point, you're always with me. You don't speak about your kids. If I call you at any moment, you're available. Like, when do you have time for your children? Mm-hmm. And that's that's my thing. So it's not so much about you hiding it, because I probably could have gotten over that. But maybe he was just like a really good, like okay, maybe he was with his, like. Maybe he will tell you eventually later on that, yeah, I do. I spend every other week with my children. That's why I would tell you I was late at work or I was at the gym or he fibbed. We're not going to say he didn't fib, but what I'm saying is the fibs were good enough that you didn't question them because you felt like he was being honest with you. Mm, Akina, I, I, I don't know. I don't know if I could deal with that. Akina doesn't know. Because at the end of the day, I don't want to make, I don't want to give time and put myself in a relationship with a man and fall deeper in love with him mm-hmm. if I know that you're not going to be a good father okay. or present. I'm not saying he probably is, he could be a good father whenever he's there, but right. how present are you? I need you to be present. No, I feel you. Because I need you to be the kind of man to be like, listen, I have five kids. This is my life. Fit yourself in here. If you really, you know what I mean? Like, right. Which will probably be a lot too, but I, I think I prefer that. How soon would you have wanted to know? No, yeah. or meet them. No, like no, just know that aware that he has five children by five different women. How soon in the relationship? Because some women would have been like, "Don't tell me that date one." <laughs> like, don't tell me that date one. Yeah, I don't want to hear that date one. I, I'm not. Um, yeah, maybe not. Not date one for sure. Because right. you're not even giving me a chance to get see to know what me. I like. Right, 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 right. Um, maybe a month in. A month in, I feel like if a month if we're like consistently seeing each other, correct, right? Spending time with each other, and I and I've had time to like formulate my own idea of what I what I'm getting into, and then you tell me like, okay, I'm like, oh wow, would three four months still make you upset? Because it, what if his thing was, I really didn't know where this was going, and I right. didn't know, you know, maybe thirty days was too soon for him right. because he's like me telling you that, okay, we only one month in, there's nothing to lose. Three, four months would still shock me, but right. I can't be mad at it. Okay. So you'd still be understanding. Yeah. I'd be like, wow. Just a year. You feel like a whole year of my That's life. Too like, much. Okay. I, now I feel like, who, who, who are you? Right. What I know is that, is anything else like false about what, I, what I've what i grown to observe and learn about you? Like, And now you've painted a picture of, because eventually you would want to have children. And so now that has painted a bad, like painted a bad picture of uh, fatherhood to you. Right. Yeah. And his his role as as a father. Right. What about you? Um I don't know. I, I mine's would totally be based on how well we're we are developing as um a couple. You know, how well of a mate he is, um how supportive he is because if he was really truthful with me and just said like to be really honest with you 
I've failed at this. You know, that's why I have five children with five different women. I have not done this well at all. And I really wanted to try something very different and completely flip the page. And, you know, so I kept it from me because I did not know where this was going to go. And I really wanted a clean start to start over Mm -hmm. because I've come to the realization that when I am truthful about it, women run and I am looking for a real relationship. Mm -hmm. I am looking for a woman, a real woman, you know what I mean? And Mm -hmm. And if you came to me with that kind of sincerity, then I would at least try. Mm-hmm. I would at least try. I would at least put my whole, I would give them everything. You know what I mean? But I'm not going to lie to you, though. Like, the five different, I would need to know, like, what's your relationship with these women? What's your relationship with these children? Like, I got a shit ton of questions before mm-hmm. I say I'm about to jump into this. But I wouldn't say no because I feel like a year in, we probably are really, really feeling each other. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's so, deep. yeah, definitely. So I would try, and I would tell him it's incredibly important for me to meet all of them. It's incredibly important for me, for those mothers, to meet me as well. Because if it was me, I want to know who my children are going to be around. Mm-hmm. Because I need to know the, the, the kind of energy that woman has, what 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 relationship you and her have. Mm-hmm. Are they going, is she going to be, you know, is she motherly or is she one of those, oh, I need to get my nails in my hair then I don't got time to be watching those not no children. She needs to know what kind of woman you are. Right. Because then I know, mm, if you're not going to be available to watch them, then we'll just wait till next weekend because I don't want, you know what I mean? And then you see some relationships where the the stepmother and the mother and they form a very good relationship. And to her, it's like, okay, like she's not even worried because she knows that you love her child as much as you possibly can as mm-hmm. I do. You know what I mean? Like it was your own. So you, you start to become very comfortable. Um, and so, you know, I just think all those things would be important, but I just, I wouldn't absolutely say no, but we would have to try. I would have to try. I would, there would be a lot of questions. There would be this, this would be taking a new, a new road. Yeah. And you de- have detour. Yeah, definitely. All right. My question number three. Okay. Um Okay, okay, okay. You're you're diagnosed with an incurable disease and you meet the man of your dreams. Do you tell him? What kind of disease are we talking? Like a incurable, like herpes or something. Oh fuck. Fuck. I thought you. I'm was, not gonna go as far as like you know HIV. Or I thought you meant like cancer or something like something like just just a medical condition. Mm, what no. you mean like something like sexually transmitted yes. or something? Yes. Yes. Because cancer's easy. Cancer's easy. Cancer's not really easy because you don't know what your life what your lifeline is looking like. I don't mean easy in terms of like easiest ter- in terms of telling the person you correct. Mean? Like, like it's not gonna make or break you sleeping with me, right? You know, and we all know that that's a huge basis in a relationship. Um, I will go onto one of those websites and find somebody who has a disease. No, too. no, 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 no. You already <laughs> met. <laughs> you can't just start making up your own shit. Now let me just rewrite the book. No, okay. You have you just you went on vacation. You with your girlfriends. Whoa. What? You go on vacation. You, you go out, on vacation. So you out there trying to thought and bop like a no, regular no, no, girl. No, 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 no thought and bopping because that's not who you are. You just having a good time. Y'all went to a little lounge, and you met this guy, and y'all really hit it off. And you found out that y'all didn't live too far from each other when you went back to the states, and something really started blossoming. And you're like, oh shit, how do I tell him? Cause you know, you know, you now know when we see each other again, it's gonna happen. There's no doubt about it. 
what do you do? You tell him. You tell him. But it's it's he's dreamy. I mean, he is dreamy. I mean, you whatever your dreamy man is, he is that. You phone Jesus on the main line. <laughs> <laughs> and you say, Jesus, give me the strength to tell this man the truth about what is going on on my inside parts. <gasps> you call Jesus on the main line. <laughs> you do. What Jesus say to you? Jesus said, "Listen, it's wrong if you if you don't tell him." Mm. And so I say, "Okay, Jesus, you know, like, so you gotta tell you gotta tell people. You can't be out here keeping letting diseases fester. You know what I mean? People thinking you just they found a clean woman out there, and you're really not. So I feel like you should like. But she doesn't feel like she's unclean because no. I mean, when I say clean, I mean like." Oh, okay. As far as like what your results came back as. Uh, uh, okay. <laughs> that clean, not like just dirty, not like just sleeping all over the place. Because let's be honest, like when I was in college and um, uh, I knew a girl and her, she was a friend of, she was my roommate's friend. Mm-hmm. My friend's roommate, sorry. My friend's roommate. Her best friend had a boy, a longtime boyfriend since they were like in high school. And one day she goes to the doctor and she finds out she has herpes. Mm. Did she have a flare up? That's how she knew. I don't really know the gist of mm. it. We just knew that, like, you know, and she, she found out. She was struggling dealing with it. Like she didn't know how to deal with it. But my point of saying that is, you don't have to be dirty to to encounter yeah. things like that. Not at you all. You could be in a committed relationship with fucking stuff with one person your entire life, and that one person was the was the person. Yep. But anyway, I say all that to say, yes, I don't mean unclean like that. But I just mean that, you know, I think you should be honest about stuff like that. So if God were to remove that person after you told them that, then that's not the person for you. Of course, you probably feel like shit. Confidence probably is fucking plummeted. Yeah. Down in the grave, six feet under. Mm-hmm. You can't fucking see it. You know, confidence gone. It's just gone. It left. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's just like, you got to say something. What do you think? Well, you know, I called Jesus on the main line, and he didn't answer fast enough. And so, you know, next thing I turned around, and I was like, oh, you know, my panties is on the floor. And oh, so God. it just happened. No. <laughs> just no. Kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, no, no. I would definitely tell. I would definitely tell. Yeah. Uh, that, I, I ain't that kind of girl. I'm just not. I ain't built like that. Right. I'm just not. I'll be the one to be like, oh, let me write all my partners down and let them know that they need to go. Maybe I'll send you an email, you know? But, yeah, you have to. So, listen. So, then you do that, right? And your partner that you was with for the longest out of all the people, calls you. when you call them and they say to you, girl, I always knew I had it. Then what you do in that moment? Wait, one more time. You find out you have it. Uh-huh. Then... You call all your partners and okay. you're calling your partners. Like, uh-huh. blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, damn, all right. Well, they they all nervous and shit. And then you call you call the last partner you mm-hmm. had. Mm-hmm. That was a partner you was with for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And that partner goes, yeah, I already knew I had it. I had it for X amount of years. And, that was way, and it was before. And it was way before the two of you started dating. Mm-hmm. Yep. What you do? Oh, my gosh. Somebody needs to be murdered. Seriously, like you gotta get beat up or something. Because mm. you and you said it like that, like mm-hmm. just not even remorseful, nonchalant. like just nonchalant. 
Yeah. And we over here having sex for years upon years. Yeah. And you decided not to say anything to me. Yeah. No, I'm about to. I'm about to do. No, I'm not gonna beat you up. I'm gonna destroy you where it hurts. Like I'm gonna find somebody who works for um, Equifax, Experian, and ooh, TransUnion. Ooh, 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 and ooh. when I'm finished with you, you're gonna have a score of mm, one. Okay. Mm. I'm gonna find somebody. I'm gonna find what bank you work at. Mm. I'm gonna empty your bank account. Mm. I'm gonna find out where you live. And I'm going to have somebody come and steal your vehicle. Mm. That's wrong, son. That's wrong. It is very wrong. No. Mm -mm. I'm about to, I mean, you could bounce back from those things. Those are all temporary things that I'm doing to you. What you've done to me, you have now taken away part of my life. You're right. No. Mm -mm. You're going to suffer in a real way. Mm. And there's only but so much I could do to you. Mm. I can't give you nothing back. No, you're right. No. Because he got it all. But anyway, my last final question. Okay. You have a one-night stand. Mm-hmm. Six weeks later, you're pregnant. What do you do? Mm-hmm. This happened on um, Girls. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. She was sleeping. She went. She was a writer, a freelance writer, and she worked for this um, publication. They sent her on. Um, they sent her to a retreat, like a surfing retreat, because it was like all the rave, like all the... Um, new moms and stuff that live like in new york that was their thing they would go to the beach they'll go to like jones beach and like surf and that was the setup yeah so she goes there she's horrible at surfing and she ends up sleeping with the surfing instructor she sleeps with him she gets home she she had like something happened to her i think she got hurt she goes to the doctor her ex and turns out to be her doctor in the emergency room and he's looking at her like oh my god like what's going on with you and like you know he's like okay well i mean um I'll give you a list of some like OBGYNs or whatever. And she's looking at him like, what the fuck are you talking about? He's like, you know, you're pregnant. She's like, and she just looks at him like, oh shit. So long story short, the surfing instructor was a dick. He told her he, he barely remembered the bitch. Didn't want to um, have anything to do with it. She was like, you know, I just called you to let you know. Cause she was battling. Do I call him and tell barely him? Barely remembered? He was a dick and he had a girlfriend. Mm. So she was like, um, she was telling everybody, do I need to call him? They're like, just call him and let him know. So she called him and he barely remembers her. And then um, she's like, you know, I just want to let you know, like, I'm going to have a baby. You're the father. Um, you don't have to be involved because I'm going to do it anyway. But basically he goes, well, thank you for understanding. <gasps> you know, because I'm really not ready for that right now. But all right, have a nice life. <gasps> and she goes on to have the baby by herself and her and her best friend. <gasps> take care of the what? Mm-hmm. Thanks for understanding. Have a good life. Mm-hmm. Yep. Thanks for understanding. Have a good life. Yep. What kind of one night stand are we talking in, in, in this scenario? Though? One night stand. Like I'm out somewhere. I don't know him from Adam. Correct. And I get pregnant. Mm-hmm. I'm pro-choice. But in the world we live in today, that choice may be revoked. But <laughs> yeah, exactly. Especially Trump is your president. Uh, I guess it just wonders where we're. I I want it just depends on where we're at mm-hmm. in our economy and in the world. Yep. Uh, I mean, you might have to drive time. a little far. That's yeah, what you, that's what your choice. I is. just don't know that I want to bring a child into that kind of situation. So I'm gonna go with my pro-choice and maybe get an abortion. But it just depends on how I feel about. At that moment. Yeah, at that moment. Like, if I feel like, fuck, this, I have, like, a life growing inside of me. Like, if I'm fucking bossed up by that time, this is not really happening. I don't even know I'm thinking about it like that. But if I'm, like, bossed up and I'm just, like. She didn't think it was going to happen to her, either. She She should have known. Why? She knew what she was doing. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, so, yeah, if I'm, like. Listen, we've all made poor choices in our lives. Listen. I know I have. 
you over there like this. One Jesus, two Jesus, mm-hmm. three Jesus, four. Is this the main line? Exactly. <laughs> leave a voicemail please <laughs> something okay but yeah um i don't know i guess it depends on where i'm at in my headspace mentally mm-hmm. like financially i have to factor in all those things am i ready to tell my child that story like well your mommy was a slut i, I was being mm. sexually fluid mm. and i got pregnant who your daddy is don't know even where to start to find him mm. i appreciate your honesty you raised her right she'll she'll be able to respect that too Mother was a slut. I mean, I hope you don't start your sentence off like that. She made poor choice. I made a poor choice. Damn, not that I was a slut. That wasn't something you always. No, I'm saying that's what she's gonna think. Oh, she, yeah, she just might not think you just got it all together. Yeah, like then she's not gonna respect me. I don't have to beat her ass, you know. I think you explain it to her properly. But yeah, you can't control how she's gonna receive the information. No, you can't control that. That's. That's true indeed. Then I have to. Does be she afraid. have a boy or a girl? Uh, boy. Oh, okay. Little that boy. might be a little bit easier. Maybe yeah. Just a tad. I'm not, not saying so, not so emotional. Correct. But when I don't have a father figure for you. Correct. Correct. Then when I meet a man and and I'm starting to get married and he loves me and he's like, "Where's the kid's father?" Well, don't really know. Yeah. What a story to fucking what tell. What a story, and you got to keep telling it, and you got to keep telling it because he's here. At least if you erase it, you no longer have to tell that story anymore. Exactly. Yeah, it follows you for the rest of it your life. Follows. <laughs> it follows what you. What would you do? Um, I, I know I definitely would get rid of it, but um, I, could, I never used to be able to understand a person who wouldn't. I can understand a person who wouldn't now. I just feel like I wouldn't be happy about it. And so I'm not going to have an unhappy nine months. I'm Mm -hmm. not going to have a, I'm not going to, I just would, it just wouldn't be fair to that human life. Right. This, this, this world is difficult. And if I'm going to bring you into this world, I need to have as many fucking tools in my backpack as I possibly can Mm -hmm. to drag you through this, this insane place in which we live, Mm -hmm. you know? And I don't want that journey to start off with, me not wanting you and mm-hmm. me hating the situation in which you even came into the world. Yep. I want it to be the most loving experience, situation, whatever it needs to be, so that you have a real fighting chance. Yep. You know, so yep. I know I wouldn't, but um yeah. Mm-mm. Not at all. That is not a scenario for anybody. Either. Not at all. But today, however, our lovely followers and listeners we're going to end a little early today. Yes. Mm-hmm. Why are you looking at me like that? No, I just wanted to know where she's going. Oh, yes. But we did want to, we're going to apologize now, but we are lining up several new episodes. So we'll have great new content coming and we're going to have details for our event coming soon. But we're going to close with um, two random facts about each of us. However, we're, we neither one of us knows which two random facts we're going to give. And we're going to give it about one another. Mm-hmm. And um, it could be about anything. I actually left it open. So I'll let you give one and I'll give one and then you give one and I'll give one. No, you go first. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> um, a random fact. Okay. Um, okay. <clears> okay. <throat> Random fact. 
you are, um, okay, how can I put this? You are an incredibly loving person. Like, you lead with that. But you also can hate someone to the core. Like, wish you get run over by a bus. And so usually when you meet a very loving person, you wouldn't think that. Like, if somebody met you, they wouldn't think, like, oh, that's your op- your opposite. They would just be like, oh, I just, you could really, like, you have that thing about you that I always tell you that you're a witch. Because you know how witches could be, like, even if you were Gwendolyn from the <laughs> East, right? That you still have, like, this other part of you that is just, like, um, yeah, I hate you and I'm never going to talk to you again. And walk away. And you might deal with it emotionally and go through whatever. But you can, like, I remember I used to hear you say that. And it's like, mm-hmm. Walking away from that, she sounds like yeah, whatever. Until you saw it, mm-hmm. that's my random fact. <clears throat> <laughs> I had to clear your throat. <laughs> Call Jesus on the <laughs> My random fact. You didn't say if you agreed or disagreed, but I guess you're silenced, man. Oh yeah, yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, my random fact about you is that people often get the most incorrect feel of who you are that's so true people think like you're like this person made of teflon and and uh your ice queen i'm not (laughs) and you are so not i'm not you just are very aware of your emotions and when and when not to unleash and reveal yep very true you know why? Because she called Jesus on the main line. That's <laughs> nope, I have not made a Teflon. I ain't a weak bitch, but I have not made a Teflon. Hell yeah. Not at all, son. I'm human, just like everybody Okay. Two. Um, mine's a fun fact. Uh, damn, there's so many swirling in my head. Um, okay, fun fact. She absolutely loves hair. And I know that when she's like filthy rich, she's going to be like unrecognizable. She's going to be like one of those like people like one minute you're going to look at her Instagram and be like, yo, she's bald. And then the next minute you're going to look at her Instagram and she's going to have like 26 inches of pink hair. Mm. And then you're going to look at her Instagram again and she's going to have like unicorns with like red hair that she decided to like turn into two uh, cornrows that she, I don't know that she decided to, I don't know, put finger waves in the front. I don't know, but she loves hair. And I know when she's filthy rich, she's going to have like 8,356 wigs, mm-hmm. four different hairdressers, six different places. She's going she to fly people in. She's going to buy hair from Indonesia. Mm-hmm. Like she just loves hair. Mm-hmm. No, that's my fun fact. Okay. My fun fact about you is she's extremely OCD about every and anything in her life. Her car, <laughs> her nails, her home. I said her home. Her home. <laughs> her home. Her home. Yeah, I am. Uh, her husband. <laughs> <laughs> Did you clean today? Did you shower? Yep, and that's what I got. Yeah, I am so about that oh those are good fun facts yeah. <laughs> those are good yeah 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 
Well, I hope you guys enjoyed. And we love you guys so very much. Yes, and we're yes, working yes. very hard to like really take her and her to the next place. And we're so excited. And I just want to say, like, when I say excited, I mean like we're so super excited. Like I went to a random bridal shower the other day. When I mean random, I just mean like random in what I found out. So I went to the bridal shower and found out like four of the girls there listened to her and her. Mm-hmm. And I was so excited about it. You know what I mean? So we moving on up. You know what I'm saying, girlfriend? All the way up. Consistency is the key, baby. You know what I mean? Consistency will take you there. It, girl, all the way over there. All the way over there. Yep. But yeah. You know, just continue to watch our glow up. Watch our glow up. And then one more thing. Let your trouble be your transportation. (laughs) Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you start, before you start, we're really going to end now, but we're going to end in a a, take this away with you for the week, all right? So this is going to be the word of the day. Her and hers, word of the day. Hit it, baby. Let your trouble be your transportation, okay? You never know why you're going through the things you're going through. It's preparing you for other things in your life that will come. And you will be ready and you will take it on and you will be stronger and better and just keep going because in life, you don't know what's waiting for you. They always say that when you feel like you're at your worst, the point of success is close. So just keep going and we love you and you're not alone and we love you. Mm. That was good.